On today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, the Vegas Golden Knights are rumored to be interested in reacquiring goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury from the Blackhawks. Also, Team USA was officially eliminated from the Beijing Olympics earlier this morning, but young netminder Drew Comesso put up one heck of a performance on such a big stage. And then, all the latest news and updates from the Blackhawks returning to practice at Fifth Third Arena this morning. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, February 16th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you like what you're listening to today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You could also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It'll only take a quick couple of seconds. A quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. And best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all absolutely for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right, good afternoon, everyone. And as always, Thank you for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. And to kick things off on the show this afternoon, folks, let's get into yet another rumor that surfaced yesterday involving the Chicago Blackhawks from none other than our guy, Frank Saravalli of TSN, who was the one that also came out with the Brandon Hagel news that I discussed on yesterday's episode that Hagel. Uh, The Blackhawks have been offered a first-round pick and a prospect in exchange for Brandon Hagel, but aren't interested in moving him at this time. This rumor, though, this one, Frank went big, and he said that team sources around the Vegas Knights had told, the Vegas Golden Knights, excuse me, had told him that the club has expressed interest in a Marc-Andre Fleury reunion, potentially with Robin Leonard, former Blackhawk as well, being the latest Golden Knights player to have suffered an injury. And when I first saw this report yesterday, I honestly kind of laughed out loud because I was just thinking, how funny would it be to fleece Vegas for the second time in a trade for Marc-Andre Fleury? Um, Can't forget that back in the summer, the Hawks only gave up forward Michael Hakarainen in exchange for Flurry, and that was just because Vegas simply didn't want to pay him in the final year of his contract. So the Blackhawks said, uh, yeah, sure, we'll take on that deal to have one of the best goaltenders in NHL history. Seemed like a pretty easy move for the front office to make at that time. Um, unfortunately, of course, the season hasn't exactly played out the way anyone expected or anyone wanted it to. Uh, and now it's time to start thinking about moving Flurry here within this next month before the trade deadline. But one thing I also thought about when I saw this report, even though Vegas was a city that Flurry literally just moved his family from just a couple of months back, and it does seem like it 
would be a destination that makes sense for his family. And that's going to be a variable in this whole trade situation for Flower. He's got a 10-team no-trade clause, but he was also told by the Blackhawks that if he were to play for them this season, he'd have full say in his future. So even though that's a place that Flurry, it makes sense for his family, as I said. I was really thinking, though, would he actually want to go back there after how it all came to an abrupt end? You got to remember, Flurry thought he wasn't going to be traded heading into that offseason and was kind of caught off guard by the move a little bit. So knowing that, even though Vegas would make sense for his family, I just kind of had a hard time picturing Flower willing to accept a deal to go back there, especially with everything that's happened with Vegas. And remember when Flurry's agent, Alan Walsh, tweeted that picture of Flurry being stabbed by the Golden Knight sword? It was absolutely ridiculous. So considering all of that, um, it just seemed uh, kind of like a long shot that Flurry would even be willing to accept a trade to go back to Vegas, as hilarious as it would be to get, you know, a high draft pick back in return for Flurry, even though Vegas gave him to us for literally scot-free over the summer. Um, but one thing I have to mention here, folks, if you listened to the show yesterday, when I broke down the Brandon Hagel rumor, one thing you would have heard me say if you listened to the episode was that Frank Saravalli You got to be a little careful with the things he says. And don't get me wrong, Saravalli is where he is in this industry for a reason, right? He's been correct about plenty of things in the past. He's been breaking news in the NHL for decades. He's a good hockey mind. There's no denying that the man is good at his job. That's not what I'm saying here. But sometimes there are things that, you know, he's told or things that he says that kind of make me question the things I hear from him. This is what I said on the show yesterday. And then funny enough, just a couple hours after Saravalli reported about Vegas being interested in a flurry reunion, Golden Knights general manager Kelly McCrimmon spoke to the media and said there is absolutely no credence on that rumor at all. McCrimmon also said, quote, I wouldn't normally speak on such things, but there will be so much racket about this, and it's important to let people know that's not going to happen, close quote. So, just like that, sure sounds like the rumors of Flurry going back to Vegas have officially been squashed already, and that's why you always need to take all of this so-called breaking news and everything, especially this time of the year, you gotta take everything with a grain of salt, because, yeah, undoubtedly it could be true, but it also could be completely wrong. And again, I'm not attacking Saravalli or anything, right? I'm, I'm not trying to shoot the messenger here. It's just more so a reminder that even sometimes the best in the business don't always have all the facts straight. And I think this is an important lesson for Blackhawks fans to have in mind and to have learned before the trade deadline rumors start to ramp up even more than they already have in the past week or so. 
All right, there are some thoughts on the Mark Andre Fleury reunion with the Vegas Golden Knights getting squashed just hours after the report came out. Coming up in just a minute, I am also going to discuss Blackhawks goaltender prospect Drew Camesso shining for Team USA at the Beijing Winter Olympics. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or even eating healthier, then make sure to include Built Bar in your plan because right now, you can get the best of both worlds with Built Bar. Delicious and healthy. In so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you go with raspberry or coconut almond, double chocolate or mint brownie? cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. These are real protein bar flavors, folks, and they are good for you. So either way that you choose, Bilt Bar is going to make it easier to stick to your resolution because they taste so good, you'll actually want to eat them. Unlike some other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or even taste like a chemical spill. No, Bilt Bar's No matter what flavor you choose, they taste fantastic, and they're all less than 200 calories per bar. So even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is also good for you. That way, when you work out, or when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, excuse me, you can almost count it as your own workout. And for a limited time offer, you can go to BuiltBar.com right now, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKED15, one word LOCKED in all caps, followed by the number 15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on Lockdown Blackhawks, getting into segment two on the show this afternoon. Let's get into a little bit of Olympics coverage, folks, which I really haven't touched on all that much here on the podcast as of late, partially because I've been on vacation in Mexico basically ever since it started. And to be honest, the only time I've been watching TV has been for the Blackhawks games late at night. Also, super happy to hear that for all my Chicago listeners out there, it's 45 and sunny back in the shy. I know that's probably feeling like what it is to me here in Mexico. So glad to hear that there's at least some better weather coming in Chicago and hopefully uh, that groundhog will be right and we'll start getting consistently better weather and it'll only get warmer and warmer. Um, But getting back into the Olympics, earlier this morning, folks, the United States men's team was officially eliminated by Slovakia, losing three to two in a shootout during the quarterfinals, which really sucks because it was actually their first loss of the entire tournament. They had gone 3-0 and during the preliminaries, defeating China 8 to nothing, Canada 4-2, to and then Germany 3-2 to in their prior three games. And in two of those three victories for the United States, folks, Blackhawks goaltender prospect Drew Camesso, a former second-round pick, back in 2020 and now a sophomore at Boston University. In two of those three victories, Camesso was the one in net for the United States. And in the opening game against China, not only did Camesso become the youngest goalie to ever start an Olympic game for the United States at just 19 years old, but he also went on to blank the Chinese, stopping all 29 shots that he faced in that game to help the USA pick up an 8 to nothing victory. So 
Round of applause for Drew. A heck of a moment there for Camesso, no doubt. Um, and honestly, I was just happy that uh, he was even going to be at the Olympics and to just gain the experience and, and be around that kind of level of competitive hockey. Even if he wasn't going to play, I, I really didn't have much expectations for his playing time. But I thought undoubtedly this experience going overseas with all the guys, the, the, the team bonding and all that, I thought it was going to be great for Camesso at such a young age. And like I said, I wasn't sure if he was actually going to see any playing time, but there he was in his Olympic debut making United States history and wound up stopping all 29 shots to pick up the shutout in net. Camesso was then given uh, the, the day off against the Canadians in the second game of the tournament for the U.S., but he was back in net against the Germans and picked up yet another victory, this time stopping 24 of 26 shots against Germany to move the United States to 3-0 and and directly to the quarterfinals. So two Olympic games, two victories for Drew Camesso, along with a 9.64 save percentage and a goals against average of just one. I mean, holy cow. For being only 19 years old, and as I said, making U.S. history by being the youngest goalie to ever start in a men's Olympic game, just some incredible stuff out of Camesso, and I'm sure a lot of Hawks fans out there, including myself, are now even more excited and pumped up for Camesso's future with the Blackhawks organization. And he has, I've talked, when I talk about Camesso, it seems every time I'm talking about him, he's just making larger and larger strides. That's basically all he's been doing uh, for the past few seasons since the Hawks selected him in 2020. He had a pretty darn good freshman year with BU where uh, he got to start 11 games as an 18-year-old for a very prestigious collegiate program. I thought that was some good experience for him at such a young age. Unfortunately, he couldn't get more due to COVID-19. But so far as a sophomore, <laughs> Camesso did get off to a pretty shaky start, as did Boston University. But since the beginning of December, folks, this kid has been on an absolute tear for the Terriers, no pun intended. Um, in his last 10 collegiate games, this was something I tweeted back on February 2nd, in Camesso's last 10 collegiate games, he had posted an 8-1-1 record along with one shutout and had only surrendered 17 goals in that span. And then he was impressively kind of able to carry that over to the Olympic stage for the United States in his first two games as well. And considering how good Camesso has been in these past three months, 10-1-1, and I believe he's now, yeah, he's now only surrendered 19 goals in his last 12 games of action. I mean, incredible. I'm not sure if the USA coaching staff was aware of that. Um, but I, I was really disappointed to see Strauss Mann get the start in that over Camesso this morning during their quarterfinal matchup with Slovakia. And what do you know? They wind up getting eliminated 3-2 in a shootout and will not place in Beijing. Definitely disappointing. And I get that 
man has more experience and he is the older goaltender at 23 years old. He's already played pro hockey over in Sweden. But Camesso, I mean, he's been as hot as anyone in that. And he was named to the team for a reason, you know, and really had helped them out in those first two games. It stopped what? What's 30 plus? He stopped 54 of 53 of 55 shots faced in his two games. Is 10-1-1 in his last 12 decisions and has only surrendered 19 goals in those 12 games. How do you not give him the start? I know he's 19, but look at what the kid's doing. So again, pretty disappointing to see that Camesso wasn't given any action during the playoff rounds for the Olympics. And now the final four teams remaining after both the United States and Canada were eliminated this morning are Finland, Slovakia, Russia, and Sweden. And by the way, folks, the gold medal game for the women's is going to take place later on this evening, and what a matchup that is going to be between the United States and Canada. Best of luck to all the American women. Go home. Go bring home the gold for us, ladies. We really need one. Um, And folks, definitely be sure to go give your support and go and check this game out. It starts at 11, 10, uh, 10, 10 p.m. Central Time. And Blackhawks development coach Kendall Coyne-Schofield will be looking to lead the way for Team USA and looking to bring home the gold medal. All right, that takes care of all the Olympics updates out of Beijing for both the men and women. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to get into all the latest updates out of Blackhawks practice this morning. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. Football season may be over, frowny face, but Bet Online still has way more odds and info for both pro and college hoops as we're starting to close in on March Madness and playoff basketball. From game scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just basketball. From the NHL to boxing and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet online, where the game begins. I also need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers and do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to save money and time while shopping for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a car dealership. Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, from motor oil to tail lamps and even carpet, and you can also choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much money and time for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck 
for the best possible prices. Welcome back to Locked On Blackhawks. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on into segment three this afternoon, before I wrap things up on the show today, I also wanted to be sure to provide you all with the latest news and updates out of the Blackhawks returning to practice at Fifth Third Arena this morning. And following their three-game road trip, which, of course, just wrapped up, for those of you who are not aware, the Blackhawks are going to be in Chicago for the next 17 days. They have six consecutive games coming up at the United Center and also nine of their next 12. So a bit of a home cooking coming up for the Blackhawks. And this morning at practice, they finally were able to return to Fifth Third Arena for the first time in seemingly forever. Um, But first, first thing I wanted to mention, goaltender Kevin Lankinen, who has been out now for over three weeks due to a hand injury. Um, Lankinen was on the ice prior to the 11 a.m. scheduled practice, getting some reps in with goalie coach Jimmy Waite. But once the practice itself got underway, Marc-Andre Fleury and Arvid Soderblom were the two goaltenders who took part. And by the way, quick update on Soderblom too. He was actually sent down to Rockford yesterday, but that was just to get him some game action before the Hawks have a back-to-back tomorrow and Friday, right? Soderblom, Soderblom, uh, it's probably a smart decision there because Soderblom really hasn't played in forever. Uh, Fleury's gotten 15 of the last 16 starts for the Blackhawks. So with Soderblom likely to get a start, I'd imagine, on Friday night, but maybe tomorrow against Columbus, it did make sense to send him down to Rockford, get him at least one game of action. Last night against the Iowa Wild, he also picked up the victory in that one. Uh, But following the game, he was immediately returned to the Blackhawks today as expected. Um, So Lankinen clearly is still not 100% at this point. And going back to the end of January, this was actually on January 24th, we heard Coach Derek King say that Lankinen was only expected to miss two to three weeks. So could be a bit more serious of a hand injury than we originally thought as Arvid Soderblom remains the backup for the Blackhawks heading into this back-to-back with Columbus and Dallas. Also, Captain Jonathan Taze, after not going on the three-game road trip, still was not on the ice for practice this morning, and I'm assuming has yet to clear concussion protocol at this point. And we have heard that the Blackhawks are going to be extra cautious with Taze here, which does make sense considering uh, the situation they find themselves in. But honestly, I, I am a little surprised that he's not back on the ice at this point because we heard he was around the team. You know, he was there at Fifth Third Arena while the guys were practicing. So from an outside perspective, it didn't sound like too serious of a concussion, but obviously I'm not the one who's having to deal with the symptoms there, so it's quite easy for me to say that. Um, But also, this is not the first concussion that Jonathan Taze has suffered in his career, so I do understand the cautious approach. There's absolutely no reason to rush him back into the lineup right now, but hopefully Johnny will be able to rejoin the boys soon because with him out, there is a glaring hole down the middle, and also the Hawks can't try out Kirby Doc on the wing until Captain Sirius returns. 
Last little bit of news I wanted to mention here today, folks. Both Tyler Johnson and Reese Johnson were on the ice and took part in practice earlier this morning. And Tyler actually was a full participant once again, I believe. Believe he took contact. And that really makes me think he's likely to be ready at some point during the six-game homestead for the Blackhawks, if I had to guess. But for Reese, he was still wearing the all-white non-contact sweater during the drills and everything. So he still might have a little bit more to go in his recovery from that broken collarbone. But both guys now we've seen take part in at least some capacity during practice for the past handful of sessions when the Blackhawks have been in Chicago. And hopefully both will be ready to go here for the Hawks in the next couple of weeks. All right, folks, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, February 16th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Locked On Bets podcast which is hosted by your boy Hugh and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and even Lee Sterling's lock of the day by just simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Bets right now wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Blackhawks or to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.